What's up, guys? This is episode three of UFC Unwrapped, member of the Unwrapped Sports Network. My name is Brent Sahadi. Follow me on Twitter at UFC Unwrapped and also at Unwrapped Sports to follow other sports like NBA, MLB, NFL. You can listen to us on podcast.com or the Pulse Podcast Network. And starting this podcast, we're actually going to be on the podcast app on iOS. So any iPhone users, you're going to be able to find our podcast on the podcast app. So keep an eye out for that. Also, you can find all of our podcasts and amazing articles on our website at unwrappedsports.com. I hope everyone had a good week. Thanks for everyone who tuned into episode two. Whoever took some of my betting tips, congrats. I hope you guys are enjoying the extra cash in your pocket. I went five for five. For the most part, fights went exactly how I thought they would have gone. So again, congrats to anyone who put a couple bucks down. Enjoy the extra cash. I really want to talk about this card is very stacked and no one's really giving it the credit it deserves, especially the main card for UFC Fight Night 147. There's some fights on this card that really interest me. I want to begin with one of the fights on the preliminary card between Mark Diakis and Joseph Duffy. This is going to be a really good matchup. There's not a lot of hype around either of these guys anymore or around this fight, but, you know, Joseph Duffy, he's mainly known for being the first guy to give a defeat to Conor McGregor. He submitted him early, early in his career. Mark Diakis, he is the lightweight version of Stylebender, but he doesn't seem to be able to put everything together the way Stylebender does. Maybe it's a lack of experience or he just doesn't have that magic to him. We're going to find out this fight. Maybe Joseph Duffy can get the fight to the ground and get a submission win over Mark Diakis, but I'm not really sure if he's going to be able to do that. He couldn't do it to James Vick. James Vick got the TKO. I kind of see this fight going very similar. I think Mark gets the TKO, keeps the fight on the feet. But with the main card, there's very noticeable fights. Uh, you know, starting with Jack Marshman versus John Phillips. Jack Marshman, he's had a bumpy road, got TKO'd by Tiago Silva very bad not that long ago. They have almost twin records, 22-8 and eight for Jack Marshman, 21-8 and eight for John Phillips. I like John Phillips in this fight. I think John Phillips will get it done. His weakness seems to be submissions. Those are really where his losses are at. I don't see Jack Marshman getting a submission over him, so I think John Phillips gets the win via decision or by uh, maybe a second-round TKO. After that, we have Danny Roberts versus Claudio Silva. That's a really good matchup as well. Danny Roberts has been really active. He fought twice in a couple months in 2018. We haven't really seen him since. Claudio Silva, though, I got to give this guy the edge. Never lost. Keeps his composure. Keeps it together. He's a favorite, understandably, at minus 145. That's not a bad bet. I would take Claudio Silva. After that, we have... Jose Quinones and Nathaniel Wood. I am all about Nathaniel Wood. I think this guy, I mean, his nickname is The Prospect. It's exactly how I see him. He has tons of potential. What I really like about him is he can really mix up the striking with the wrestling. He's super unpredictable. He level changes a lot. I wouldn't bet against him in this fight. No disrespect to Jose, but Nathaniel Wood is going to take this fight, most likely via decision. The odds on that... Nathaniel Woods a minus 265. Yeah, that's understandable. To Vulcan Ozdemir and Dominic Reyes, this is a great matchup. Vulcan Ozdemir, 
he got stopped by Anthony Smith, who just fought John Jones for the title. But what we saw before that was Vulcan was getting the first round wins. His nickname is No Time. He gets these finishes quick. He's super powerful in the first round. Can Dominic Reyes weather the storm in the first round? Start picking him apart, round two, round three. The Vegas odds makers seem to think so. They have Dominic Reyes at a minus 240 and Vulcan at plus 200. I like those odds. No disrespect to Vulcan, but Dominic Reyes hasn't really showed us any holes in his game. He can weather a storm. We've seen that before. I like Dominic Reyes to get this fight either third round stoppage or he'll take it by decision. The co-main and the main event for this card. Gunnar Nelson is back after his brutal stoppage and submission over Cowboy Oliveira. But he's up against a really tough guy in Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards is no joke. He's actually he's the favorite in this fight, minus 135. Leon very very well keeps his composure that's the most important thing about this guy he doesn't get emotional he's always technical he can fight on the ground and standing up but the edge on the ground would definitely go to Gunnar Nelson Gunnar he has really good stand-up but we did see him get KO'd really bad by Ponzinibbio you know the controversial eye poke I don't know I I think on the feet Leon probably keeps his composure a little better if it stays on the feet it's going towards edwards but i think gunner can take this fight to the ground he's submitted guys who are black belts in jiu-jitsu before i like gunner nelson at plus 115 to get a submission win mid third round jorge masvidal versus darren till i'm so excited for this fight darren till he didn't land a single punch on tyron woodley the fight did not go the way he thought it was going to go. Same with Vegas. They had Darren Till as a favorite in that matchup, which I'm not really sure why. We'd never seen Darren Till really on the ground, and we knew Tyron had phenomenal takedowns, phenomenal striking. So that fight kind of went the way diehard UFC fans saw it going. They saw Woodley being the more experienced guy, taking the fight to the ground if he wanted to kind of winning however he wanted. This is a different kind of fight. This is a different kind of fight for sure. Jorge Masvidal's a straight-up striker. He's a real fighter. This guy's a scrapper. He's not one of those guys who's going to go in there and worry about being technical, trying to conserve his cardio. This is a guy who's going in there to fight. He used to fight backyard brawls. This is a real fight for Darren Till. I still like Darren Till in this matchup. He's minus 230 to win. He needs that. Darren Till needs a guy who's going to bring the fight to him. Very good counter striker. Very good pressure fighter. I think what we're going to see is Jorge not taking a step back. I think we're not really going to see Darren Till taking a step back. And Darren being a little bit of the longer, younger, less weathered guy with a little bit sharper of striking. He should be able to get a TKO over Jorge probably late in the first round or mid second round. But again, I wouldn't bet on this fight only because Jorge is so unpredictable and he's a straight dog. He can definitely win this fight if he brings the right kind of fight to Darren Till. He's got he's to gotta really fight him. This is not a fight about who's more patient, about who has better cardio. This is just a straight fight. And I'm excited to see Darren Till in a straight fight against someone like Jorge Masvidal with that much experience.
But back to the co-main event, what I'd really like to see for Leon Edwards, if he gets the win, is a fight against Ponzinibbio. I think that'd be a beautiful matchup for both of them. And if Gunnar Nelson gets the win, I want to see him take Lawler. I think that w- would make more sense than any other fight for Gunnar. We already seen Lawler's takedown defense against Askren. It's phenomenal. So if Gunnar is looking for the submission against Lawler, it would be really hard. And on the feet, stylistically beautiful matchup. Karate style in and out from Gunnar Nelson and stand and bang throw leather from Robbie Lawler. I love that matchup for both of them. And as far as what I'd like to see next for the two gentlemen in the main event, if Jorge Masvidal gets the win, I'd love to see him against Robbie Lawler. Because of the style, I could see that fight headlining. That would be a main event. Uh, or Santiago Ponzinibbio versus Jorge Masvidal would be a great matchup as well. For Darren Till, it's really hard to say just because no one's really sure what's going on. And with Covington, what's next for Woodley, Usman. That, those top three, it's very hard to say what's going on. But stylistically, I think what we should see is Covington versus Till. But Askren's calling out Till now. So... I think if Till wins, we're going to see Askren versus Till. And that's still a beautiful fight. That's all I got for Fight Night 147. But there are a lot of good matchups coming up in future events. Uh, Fight Night 148. We're going to have Stefan Wonderboy Thompson versus Anthony Pettis. Uh, Curtis Blades is returning against Justin Willis. And the following week, we're going to see Edson Barboza versus Justin Gaethje. I'm super excited for that fight. Josh Emmett's coming back against Michael Johnson. And then there's UFC 236, where we're going to see Holloway and Poirier for the interim 155 title. I'm excited to see Max go up to 155. And then there's Kevin Gastelum, Israel Adesanya. I can't wait to get into these fights. You guys got to stay tuned for the future podcast so we can really break them down, give our proper betting tips. Ovin St. Pru versus Nikita Krylov. Nikita's back. He got cut from the UFC, and then he went on a tear in a different organization, and now he's back. So I'm really excited to see the return of Nikita Kryolov as well. But speaking of Holloway versus Poirier, that lightweight division is so confusing right now. I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard, Tony Ferguson's wife filed a restraining order against him. He's been making claims that there's microchips implanted in his leg from his surgery, There are voices in the wall. He's accused of throwing holy water at her. CTE or whatever Tony Ferguson is going through, very scary thing. Very scary to think about. I really am hoping for the best for Tony Ferguson, man. Maybe we're never going to see that Khabib-Ferg fight after all. I'm really praying for Ferguson. I just would prefer he doesn't come back and fight if he really is going through some mental illness. Mental illness is really scary. I'd rather him just take... As much time as he needs to get healthy. And if he does come back, then more power to him and the fans can wait. We all love him. And then after UFC 236, we're going to see Alexander Volkov versus Alistair Overeem. The event after that, we're going to see Romero versus Jacare 2. Paulo Costa got withdrawn from that fight. I'm not really sure why. They haven't come out about it. Glover Teixeira versus Ion Kutalaba. John Lineker is coming back against Corey Sandhagen. That fight is not to be slept on. 
I love that fight. I'm not going to give any type of prediction for that fight because I want to just sit back and watch it. Also, Rose is going to be defending her title against Jessica Andrade at 237. Uh, Jose Aldo got a fight booked against Alexander Volkanovsky, who just beat Chad Mendez. Anderson Silva's fighting again against Jared Canonier. And then also, Alexander Gustafson is booked to fight Anthony Smith. Unfortunately for that matchup, I'm really scared for Gustafson because usually pre-fight, when there's interviews going on and press and they talk to the fighters and a fighter sounds like he has a foot out the door already, it's usually not a good sign and that fighter should just not fight anymore. And Gustafson said in an interview that if Anthony Smith beats him, then maybe fighting just isn't for him anymore. And that's just not the attitude that I want Gustafson to have coming off a title fight, going up against a guy like Anthony Smith, who's no joke. He needs to be serious. He needs to be confident. If you have even a toe out the door, you should really not be fighting. So I hope Gustafson's mindset changes closer to that fight. Again, every week, whether it's Thursday or Friday, I'm going to be picking apart all the fights breaking them down, giving my betting tips. If there's any interesting news going around in the UFC, you guys will hear it here first as well. So remember, guys, you can listen in at podcast.com or pulsepodcastnetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at UFC Unwrapped and also at Unwrapped Sports to follow other sports like MLB, NFL, NBA. And we are currently in progress to get on the podcast app on ios so all iphone users are going to be able to find us there and for written articles on all sports visit unwrappedsports.com i hope you guys have another amazing week and stay tuned